Oh, hey, y'all. What's happening? I'm back. We're not stopping. It's not going to happen. do have a little bit of a treat today for you, though. I'm going to do something a little different. We've got my buddy Darren on. Had my first guest podcast. Before all the stupid comments happen, yes, this is a different shirt. Yes, that video was recorded previous to making this little intro, but nah, we had a good time. Tried to talk about the automotive industry and just completely left fielded it. Just every time we got on something and got sidetracked horrendously. And uh, yeah, just had a good time. As we do more, hopefully we'll nail them down. We'll be able to stay on track better. But as far as that goes, let's just get into that video. And uh, don't think I said it on the end of that one, but love you and I appreciate you. And yeah, let's get into it. Fuck no, we're never ready. <laughs> fucking, that's why we're sitting on a couch talking to each other in my fucking dimly lit apartment. We don't have a sweet table because I'm fucking trying to do this shit on a budget. It's that fucking simple. <clears throat> anyway. On a budget, man. What's happening, y'all? That's Darren. I'm Emmett. You should already know me. But welcome to the first guest podcast. What's good? Darren. Yeah. Finally back from fucking Georgia. Yes. And you finally got some time away. All that good shit. Yeah, man. So mm. what's up? Not much, man. Just been working. Um, other than working, mm-hmm. working, working, <laughs> straight fucking. Work yeah, all day. dude, it's an endless grind, man. Like, oh yeah, I mean, you just started a shop, so yeah. With fucking it, walk me through that process. So probably back when COVID hit, because I've been working um, in dealerships and stuff my whole life for over like ten years, and um, when right before covid hit i was working for alsco and um i got laid off uh due due to the covid19 bullshit yeah and let's hang on real quick we're gonna go ahead and date this podcast real quick with the pandemic anyway back to you (laughs) yeah so we uh i was like man i'm ready for something new i got tired of doing it so um went to alsco started doing that and then Whenever I uh, got laid off, I was back and forth between here and Georgia. You I know, that. yep. I, I was that. hanging out with my dad, my family, because they all lived down there. Mm-hmm. And then um, one night we were all drinking, and you know, it's always been like kind of like a pipe dream for us. Like we're, we've always bullshitted and just blue smoke, saying, "Yeah, we're gonna open a shop one day." But we got drunk one night, and um, we were sitting around the table just talking and bullshitting. <laughs> This dog, dog, Chuck, Chuck. Okay, here, come on, up here. There we go. Just lay down. There we go. All right, there we go. So yeah, so we were uh, talking one night. We started putting ideas on paper and shit, and then we ended up um, getting a business plan together. And then from there, we started looking into like um, getting a business license, all that bullshit. Um, From there, we hired a um or we got a realtor to start looking around we found a building or, that we were interested in and then at that point like 
we started applying for like business loans, stuff like that. And then we got approved, we got all of our equipment and it, it never felt real until probably two months after we opened our doors. Yeah, like, yeah. but it was very stressful. A lot of paperwork, a lot of money, a lot of like hidden expenses and stuff you don't even think about. I can only imagine. What's and, shop. and yeah, man. And we would have like, we had a stack of papers like that thick, like <laughs> our business plan, like every little thing from like ink pens, yep. like any expense ink pens, the trash cans, mm -hmm. the $20,000 pieces of equipment for the yeah. shop. And we just, there's still shit where like dumb little things that we would just, we totally forgot about. And we're like, well, damn. So dude. it's like that shit that back when you were working in the dealers, because I worked in the dealers as well for a little bit. Yep. Back whenever you were like, man, fuck, I need like six cans break clean. Hey, yo, parts, give me that shit. Yeah. And now you're like, fuck, man, we can't afford six cans of brake clean. Oh, Dude. shit, let's just do the job with, like, two. Yeah, and oh. it, it is literally like that, man. Like, it's it, you don't realize, you know, because, like, like you were just saying, um, being at a dealership and working at that, like, a corporate mm -hmm. level where money's at their disposal, basically, for that kind yeah. of stuff. They just when, have to watch the bottom line, and that's about it. Exactly. Now, with us, of course, like, um, we go through, like, O'Reilly Auto Parts, mm -hmm. because they are, their customer service, just everything about them is awesome. Not and we their, get, com their commercials are great. Oh, yeah. Catchy, the oh, catchy yeah. little, yeah. Fucking, oh, 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 O'Reilly's. Auto Parts. Exactly. This is not a promotion. <laughs> Fucking advance and AutoZone. And CarQuest, who's also owned by Advanced, I think. I think so, too. Yeah, yeah. I think so, whatever. They're just as good. O'Reilly's just has a catchy-ass tune, so. Send me free t-shirts, O'Reilly. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to get... This fucking video is going to get pulled so quick. It's going to be like five minutes in, they're going to be reviewing it, and they're going to be like, the fuck are they talking about? They're singing fucking O'Reilly's? They're going to fucking hit up O'Reilly's, and they're going to be like, yo, O'Reilly's, y'all cool with this? Fuck those two assholes. Get them out of here. Fuck that. I'm going to get copyright strike. I'm going to get three copyright strikes on my first guest podcast. Oh my Start God. a new fucking channel. Don't worry. I'll let you know. It's going to be one for the books. That's for sure. Oh, and they're all going to be like this. Oh, dude. I can't wait. Unless I get like professional people and shit, you know, but we're not professionals. We're just. Even professionals aren't professional. They're just. We're just children with facial hair exactly. who decided to work on shit. That's it. You'd be pissed at engineers. Fuck oh. engineers. Oh. If I ever get my hands on an engineer. Yeah. Oh. Let me explain something to you. Just because it works and you're nice, AC controlled, fucking office with your glass walls and your bullshit ass letterhead and everything's perfect. Oh yeah, I'll just put the fucking oil filter right there. And then I gotta <laughs> stick my hand in like fucking this to get the son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking kill you when I find yeah. you. It is a proven fact. Engineers will climb over a mountain of virgins just to fuck a technician. <laughs> proven fact. That's the first one that I've heard of that. The biggest one is the, uh, what is it? It's normally like, so in mine, we get the field text. The best one that I've seen is like, this dude was working on a caterpillar and he's like, I'm fucking convinced that at one point, a mechanic fucked an engineer's wife and that's why he's trying to fuck a <laughs> I'm just like, Jesus That's Christ. so convincing. Dude, it, is so. it makes sense. They're assholes. They are. And they know what they're doing. They're fully aware of it. They just they don't give to. a shit. At yeah. this point, they have to know. Yep. They have to know. Fucking whatever. Anyway. 
the fuck got you started turning wrenches? Let's hear that shit. <laughs> Literally started from the bottom in a detail shop. And you didn't even start turning wrenches? No, you I didn't was. You do like quick lane or anything like that? Well, yeah, I mean, I grew up racing motocross. Oh, so, right. and I, I raced since I was four years old. And um, so, like, I've always been around motors and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And my dad, uh, he would always make my brother and I uh, help out with, like, you know, repairing the bikes As and you all should. that shit. Yeah. And I'm thankful for it to this day. And of course, um, you know, we did that for God up up until I think like I want to say like middle school or something like right when the economy crashed back and when I was still a kid even um, is when 08? we got out of 08. Yeah. So yeah, I would have been in eighth grade. I forget that I'm older than you. Yeah. It's all good. A little better oh, well. looking though too. No, 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 no. Let's, let's not go that far. We'll just stop. We'll just cut that one off right there. But yeah, so um, when I moved out uh, from uh, West Virginia, Virginia to um, Salisbury, Maryland, mm -hmm. um, I graduated high school and then I went to um, a local um, dealership. It was a they owned like all kinds of different like manufacturers or mm -hmm. whatever, um, oh, and sold different ones. A bunch of different ones. Yeah, they had like Kia, Ford, Dodge, and like two used lots. It was crazy. Okay. But they needed a detailer, and I was like, oh okay. So I went in, got the interview, and they hired me on the spot. So dude, I, I, those yeah. days. Remember those days when you could walk in and you'd either get the job or you didn't? Yeah. You didn't have to wait two weeks and you were like, all right, I guess they didn't fucking call me. Yeah. Well, I guess I'll go fucking keep applying to places. And then fucking two weeks after you start a new job, they're like, oh, hey, do you want to come work for us? No. Yep. Fuck you. <laughs> I have a job. Yep. Day late, dollar short, man. Now it's like they just want to drag the process out. Interview I don't understand why. And, yeah. I don't get it. So that's we'll just go ahead and roll right into that. The industry right now. How many times have you seen those fucking posts about like, oh, uh, we're going to be short 50,000 technicians next year. Um, okay. So what are you going to do to, what are you going to do to replace them? Well, I think we're just going to keep offering the same wages and no training. And we're just going to treat the employees the same way, which, wait a minute. That's probably why the old ones left, and that's why they're... Nah, they'd be fine. We'll just keep hiring them and see, keep treating them the same way. They, It's a vicious cycle, man. Like, I, I, I don't know how many times I've seen good techs leave because of, you know, pay, unfairness with that bullshit. But it's a vicious cycle because I feel like in this industry they have... Um, you know, your quick lane guys and shit like that, yeah. that, you know, these newbies that come in or, you know, mm -hmm. backyard mechanics mm -hmm. that, you know, start in an express lane, they learn how to do brakes and then they figure they can pay them bottom dollar Ugh. and then start putting them with, you know, a higher up, you know, as an apprentice or whatever. Dude, the old school apprenticeship programs. Yeah. They're gone. They are. And I so I turn my first shop job. I was 16, so that was 2006. Y'all do the math. Um, but yeah, like I just went and got a job changing oil. 
and yeah. tires. And that's what that was it. Yeah. I, there was no like apprenticeship program. You didn't of course you have the guy who had been there longer than you, like, hey, this is what oil is, this is that. If you had a question, you ask him, things like that. You can go hang out with the older with the guys in the back and learn repairs and things like that. But there was no apprenticeship program and I'm not entirely sure what happened to that. I don't know if it's a rise of these like the automotive schools or well, what. And I was gonna say a lot of those, um, you know, the the technical colleges and shit like that. They're making money, obviously, and they're. <laughs> I, I've never even looked into them because, like, working through Chrysler, we mm -hmm. ended up they send us and pay for training the dealership does, which is nice. Yeah. And then eventually. Um, uh once you're like because i was level three across the boards mm -hmm. and um and all the like the categories yeah. or whatever so they it takes you know a while obviously to do that oh, but absolutely. once you get that then the dealership has the option of sending you to go get your asc certification mm -hmm. and then the chrysler basically reimburse them if you pass it yeah. but if you fail they you, you have to pay for it so yeah, it's stupid. It's kind of like, like that. yeah, that's, yeah. But, like if you want your tech to be trained, pay for it. Yeah. Well, that's it's it's different though because the ASCs basically makes yourself more the, the technician more valuable just because it's that certification you know does a okay it's a piece of paper well, you can take it but anywhere. exactly and that's the thing yeah. and that, i think the ascs are a generalized specialization exactly or yeah. as far as like whenever you start getting into like the ford motor credentials chrysler motor credentials stuff like that that's when you start getting brand specific and things like that which cars are cars exactly sensors are sensors engines are engines it doesn't fucking matter they just call them something different and sometimes they have two three every now and then you might see one with six wires exactly Fuck six wire sensors <laughs> but no but it's just i get the whole thing with the ase like if a tech fails them they don't pay for it but at the same time i don't know maybe it did it, I don't know. And all dealerships may vary with that. I remember yeah, yeah, them telling us that. Yeah. So. I don't know. I mean, the whole trade schools, like, I mean, you got, what is it? You got Universal Technical Institute, Wyotech, Lincoln. Lincoln's down further south, I think. Uh -uh. No, which one's down south? There's one in Florida. That's a, that, there UTI is a, there's a UTI or, and a Wyotech. Yeah. Um, Fuck, what is that place called? It's Lincoln something. I don't know what it is because I didn't look into it. No. Um, and then, of course, dude, there's... I've met dudes that went to, like, community college automotive trainings. Yeah. And they seem just as good as guys that I went to school with at UTI. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I went to UTI. It was great. And what it did was, halfway through the program, I realized that I didn't want to work on cars as a career. <laughs> yeah. That's why I work on construction equipment now. Yeah. But it, the biggest thing for me with UTI and like Wyotech and stuff like that is you're going to get out what you put into it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like there were plenty of kids who went through there and they were like, I don't, I, I don't, I don't get it, man. How come I don't have like all these offers and stuff like that? Because after I graduated, I stayed up there for two years or so right i would meet kids that would graduate i knew kids that i went to school with after they graduated and stuff like that 
And they're like, well, how, how come I don't have all these offers? And da 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 da. I was like, um, do you have any experience? Well, no. Doesn't give a shit. Nobody gives a shit what you have on a piece of paper. Yeah. You got to have the experience to back it up. Absolutely. Like, I got lucky. Worked in shops since I was 16 years old. Left Charleston. Moved up there. Went to UTI. Stayed in shops while I was working, at, while I was at UTI. Right. And then halfway through, I realized I didn't want to work on cars anymore. And then I decided to get out of cars and get into the forklift industry, which... Gangster. Yeah. Forklift industry... Then went from there to the construction equipment because construction equipment's way cooler to operate than fucking forklifts. <laughs> no, that's, you know what I mean? Yep. Wheel loaders, excavators, bulldozers, shit like that. Bad that shit's fun. That's badass shit. One day I'll convince you. One day I will convince you, shut your fucking automotive shop, stop turning wrenches on fucking people's Kias and Hondas, and hey man, can you put this Amazon $80 fucking uh, coilover sleeve kit on my Honda? Dude, this is unsafe. No, man, I don't care. I just wanted to fucking look cool. I'm about that fucking hard stance. The fuck did you just... Get the fuck out of my shop. Yeah. But no, dude, it's just... You're going to get out what you put into it. And, dude, the biggest thing was UTI. Whenever I went there, it was called NASCAR Technical Institute. Yeah. Because I was in Mooresville, baby. Oh, Great city, USA. Oh, NASCAR school. NASCAR school. <laughs> do it for now. Hell, do it for now. Oh, we got to be careful. That's a white supremacy symbol, symbol now. Is it? Yeah, apparently you can't do that anymore. Seriously. Can't give the okay. Wow. Yeah. Learn something new every I don't day. Give a shit, do it for Dale. Yeah. If you say do it for Dale, <laughs> do is that, for Dale. does that make it not a white supremacy thing? Know, dude. Who the fuck cares? This video isn't going to last. Dude, in know. the first five minutes, we got immediately canceled. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. Um, but no, like the best thing was, is like if you come to our school and we fucking, you go through our training program, we got the NASCAR program, we got Ford, Ford, Ford Motor Company program, we have the Nissan Motor Company program, all this shit. Say, so if you go through our NASCAR school, you're going to get a job in NASCAR. You're going to get a job in racing. You want to know what the fucking stat was the last time I looked at it? And mind you, this is probably five years ago. What? The total history of that school, 1% of students that went to that school, since they opened the doors, went on to go to NASCAR. Well, you know that those NASCAR pit crews and stuff, uh, majority of them are made up of college athletes um, that don't go on to play professionally or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, NASCAR, I guess, or whoever. I'm not sure exactly how it works, but I do know that they recruit college athletes because think they're already agile as fuck oh, absolutely. And, and, and shape and all that. So yeah, they well, there's up. also the advantage of um, so. It's funny. Hang on a second. I gotta grab a beer. Are you good? Look What's up, son? I'm fucking ready. I'm a little wet, but whatever. Dude, I came prepared. Yeah, you did. Let me go grab a fucking towel. But yeah, <laughs> wipe these fucking beers off so we're not having water fucking everywhere. Take that. Just wipe those off. But no, so the funniest thing about UTI was that. UTI was set in like the back of a business park and it was at the end of a cul-de-sac. Well, when you're going, there's this, here's the cul-de-sac, right? And there's a turn here. Yeah. Well, right here in front of that turn, there's a school. It's called pit school. That is where you got your pit crew training. Okay. And there were a lot of dudes that went from that school and went 
on two NASCAR pit crews. Yeah. Legitimately. I got like, I'll say like two or three friends that I went to school with that ended up legitimately going. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Oh, cheers, brother. Cheers. Yeah. I forgot about that shit. But yeah, no, on to the... UTI was good, man. I mean, if I if I hadn't have done UTI, I wouldn't have ended up where I am. Yeah. So, but I just, I mean, I think we should bring back apprenticeship programs. I agree. Truly and honestly. And that's what, like, <clears throat> with my little brother, because he, um, with him working with us and everything, he worked for Sears for a little bit back when Sears was still before they went bankrupt and all that. And oh, yeah, closed they had up. The, the little quick lane they had. Yeah, yeah. and um, he did oil changes, small repairs, stuff like that. Yeah. And they sent him down to Florida to do training and stuff, but through Sears, like, big, like, home location mm-hmm. or whatever. Well... Dude, Sears used to be a big fucking deal. Yeah, and he got hella good discounts, and he made really good money considering... And, um, now, and then he, he quit and, um, or he quit doing that. I think like right before they went bankrupt before they closed or whatever. So he got out quick. Yeah. (laughs) And he, uh, that's when he joined Alsco and, um, he was a route driver. So now that we're all doing this, he's actually like, he's picking up on shit quick. Like he's, he's impressed me and I'm very happy with him. Um, he's, uh, he asks questions, he pays attention, you know, and he ain't, he ain't afraid to try shit. Um, gotta be careful. But, yeah. Remember, that's your wallet on the line. Huh? No, I know. <laughs> he's got a temper too, man. That's uh, why I'm telling uh, you, you need to come work on construction equipment because you can get mad, bust out a hammer and start fucking hitting tracks and shit. Well, that's why we got a whole pile of tires out back. It's not the same. It's not the same. You're right. It's not the same. You're right. But But no, that's awesome. Shout out to your little brother. We'll see if he actually watches this. Probably not. He's probably asleep right now. Or hell with that nerd. Dude, he he did just get this sick new um, Subaru. He got a 95 uh, Legacy Wagon. Okay, imagine (laughs) like the daddest Subaru that money can buy. Yeah. He lowered it, like slammed it, like it's, you can't even get a finger in between the fender and the wheels, because he put his wheels off his WRX one to it, Um, straight piped it, and this thing was literally shooting flames, like we had it, like it was running like shit, and we, like when he bought it for like 400 bucks or something, it wasn't running, we got it running, well he got it running with uh, Ben, our other guy that works there, that's Mm -hmm. uh, getting ready to get out of the military. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, they got it running right and everything. And um, the one night we were sitting in there, and he was just revving it up, and it sounded like a goddamn AK-47 going off. Like, Dude, it... those little four-cylinders when they're straight pipes sound wild. Oh, yeah. Who was it? There was a kid in Mooresville. Fucking guy. He had, like, what it was. It was some little four-banger. But his exhaust pipes were, like, super short. Yeah. And it literally sounded like a pack of Harleys coming oh, up the yeah. road. And I'm like, fuck. And he's like, <laughs> okay. Chuck, I love you. Please. Yeah, one of my friends back um, back in West Virginia, he had a, uh, a turboed Honda Civic. Mm-hmm. And um, he had the exhaust coming straight out of the hood, right off the turbo. Yes, he cut should. A hole. Yeah. 
And it was awesome because whenever we'd be uh, driving around and shit, I mean, there was just fucking, like, mm-hmm. that side of the windshield that it was on was just fucking black. <laughs> it was awful. But it was cool as shit. Oh, that's funny. It was a quick little car, man. Dude, I've always wanted, like, always wanted to do a 240SX, right? Yeah. With ITBs and literally just fucking 90 degrees straight out of the hood. Yeah. With exhausts. Yes. Dude, that, I, don't, I don't know why. And just to piss off the diesel guys, like... Because you know, fucking how big's your stack, bro? Yeah. How big? What's that? Got a fucking ten inch on there? Yeah. That's cute, bro. I got a fourteen right here. Then somebody shows up with a fucking garbage can, <laughs> with a tractor flapper on with it. With a <laughs> <laughs> fucking whole thing going. No, I wanted to do just a not built or anything like that. Just two forty SX. What is it? KA two twenty four or some shit? Uh, K twenty four. I think it is. Just, yeah. Some Nissan fan's gonna yell at us. Yeah. Fuck you. Anyway. Fuck Nissans, too. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to kill us. Anyway, you do ITBs, right? And then you take your exhaust and just 90 degree it. And then to piss off the diesel guys, you put fucking flappers on each one. And just fucking... Yes. Well, actually, it would. So it would go. Yeah, because it's they're matched cylinders. So yeah. I think it's one and three and then two and four. And so each, you get one going and the other two be closed. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> just be That'd fucking... Be- and it's just like, dude, are you not worried about the life of the engine? Fuck that Does engine. Does it look like it? If you own a 240, I can buy a junkyard fucking 240SX motor. Somebody will give me $100 to take it from them. Yes. Fuck. If you are in the market for a 240, you do not give a fuck about reliability at all. No. <laughs> you are in the market. You are literally, make sure the frame's not bent. Make sure 80% of the body works there. And half of your... And your interior. Yeah, fuck yeah. the interior. Because yeah. you're going to pull everything out. Yep. Especially if you get a fucking... Uh, especially if you get a hatchback. Oh, you're yeah. going to rip everything out. Because the hatchbacks will never be as fast as the sedans. No matter how much weight distribution you fucking do. Anyway. It's aerodynamic. Fucking, no, dude. The sedans are always going to be lighter. <laughs> I don't remember. Somebody... One of the 240 guys told me about it, but something crazy. Anyway, you buy a 240, you put an RB26 in it. That's what oh, you do. Shit. Well, it's... That's what everybody does. I was going to say... Or you that, LS swap it, bro. Well, I was going to say, I've seen um, some of the smaller diesel motors actually put in those things. 4BTs? Maybe. Cummins 4BTs. I Dude, those things are so. badass. And that's the thing, man. I'm I'm all about some diesel power. Like, and I know with you working on construction equipment and shit like that, because those are pretty much all diesel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You. Use your noodle. Yeah. There you go. Okay. I Use was thinking. Noodle. There we go. Just about all of them yeah. are diesel that I work on. Okay. Every now and then I get a gas, and I'm like, Ugh. yeah. Gross. Uh, ugh. What the fuck is this? Peasant? Fuck <laughs> <Yeah>, fucking peasant. <laughs> Shit. Mm. There's nothing wrong with a gas motor. There's nothing wrong with gasoline. There's nothing wrong with diesel. I just wish America would fucking get over their fear of diesel. Like, wow. why can't... Why can't I have a Toyota Camry with a fucking diesel in it? Why can't I have a Toyota Hilux? Let's go ahead and talk about that. Why the fuck... Can I not have a Toyota Hilux? Well, I don't get. Don't tell me it's a Tacoma because I'll fucking fight you. It's not a Tacoma, bro. It's a Hilux. They're built different. I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit. Do you just want to go get a Tundra? <laughs> a Tundra? I have a Tundra. You stupid shit. 
Oh, fuck you! See, I get... I thought it, I think of it as an older Tacoma. Everybody thinks it's a Tacoma. Yes. Because it's that weird body style before they were big. That's the thing. And it was that before, so it's it's not the body style right after the T100. It's not the one right after it. It's the one, or no, it might, it might be, I don't fucking know. But T100, and then it went Tundra. And then the Tacomas were legitimately smaller. Yeah. And then the Tundras were bigger. But then they made the new Tacoma and it became the same size as the Tundra. So they were like, well, fuck. We can't have two mid-sized trucks. Yeah. We got to make the Tundra bigger. And so they made it big. They made it wider. And then they punched the front of the fucking nose in. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, why does it look like somebody got scared and smacked that fucker with a shovel? Dude, tell me... That's literally no, it what it does. looks like. It does. And oh. that's... But you know what, though? It doesn't matter because then things hold their value so well. I don't give a fuck about value. I do because I, when I, I go I want the motherfucker to, to be reliable. That's it. Well, it's a Toyota, so yeah, it's going to be reliable. Generally Anything speaking, Japanese, I fucking love man. my Tundra. Yeah. I fucking love my Tundra. That's the... Dude, I, I'm glad... Honestly, I'm glad I didn't buy it with 4x4 because I'd have destroyed it by now. I'd have flipped that bitch over in a ditch and I'd probably be dead. Uh, we're in... We're in the south. We don't need that. Four by four? Yeah. What happens if I want to go mudding? Well, then you should have bought a four by four. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. If I'd have bought a four by four, yeah. I would have flipped it over in the fucking mud hole yeah. and died in my truck like a fucking man. Oh. Although the airbag probably would have killed me. Did you hear about that recall? Uh, all the Takata airbags uh, were recalled. <laughs> fucking. <laughs> hey, man. We're going to put this airbag in so that you're safe whenever you get into an accident. It's hey, going to deploy shrapnel. Boss, uh, we've got a problem. What do you mean? What are we? What's the problem? Well, we our airbags, I think we got them from the wrong supplier. What do you mean? Well, I think we got them from a military supplier. Why? Because they kind of look like fucking claymores. <laughs> they are claymores. Right now they are. I have like, dude, I have so many stacks of fucking recall things. I need to go get it done. Oh shit. Oh yeah, dude. I'm literally waiting. I'm gonna find... Dude, when I was at the dealership and the recall, the airbag recall came out, yeah. I was literally doing probably like six or seven airbags a day. Dude, and it's fucking sketchy, isn't it? No. Doing He's airbags? Been... I left the battery connected and everything, man. You got balls. You got balls. <laughs> Well, the only the only way that would, that would deploy mm -hmm. the the ORC module, which is always mounted to like the the bottom, like the floor of the car, mm -hmm. usually under the dash, mm -hmm. like it right in the center console, yeah. and um, it's got a a sensor in it. It's, it's a, a rollover sensor. sensor. Yeah. Yep, yep. And um, this one guy was doing a recall one time, and the key was off. Well, he left the battery connected, yeah. and he undo he. Uh, took out the four uh, retaining nuts yeah. for it. He just picked it up and moved it over to the side. The battery's still connected. Oh, no. Poof! Yeah. Totaled the vehicle. Dude, that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Like, Honda's pretty much... Well, it's gotten to the point with pretty much every car, but it's like, if any of the airbags deploy, the car's pretty much totaled. Yeah. What's the cost on an airbag now? Is it like two grand? It depends, man. Some of them go up really high because, like, the minivans, ones. the side curtain ones are Dude, ridiculous. ridiculous. They're fun to watch go off, though. Sure. I mean, we, we've set plenty of you them. You want to talk about fucking, oh, they won't go off. Don't worry. They, you fucking do whatever. Da, 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 da. No, fuck you. Because I've set airbags off with a AAA battery. Literally. Well, Dude, take the wires and fucking. Doop. 
and that's it. A triple A battery. But it, why would I have a triple A battery anywhere near the connector or anything while I'm in there working? Well, I mean, I did it in a cage. Exactly. So. Say so, yeah. Or if you're trying to prank your friends, remember those videos? Yeah, no, I know. And Some that's dude, how you kill people. Yeah, I was gonna say break their backs and uh -huh. shit. Fuck that. Mm -hmm. I'll do a lot for a joke, but I ain't gonna put someone. I'm not gonna hurt somebody. <laughs> yeah. Well, it depends on how much I hurt them. There's a line. There's there's, a line. there's funny hurt, and then there's like oh shit, like yeah, exactly. I feel like an oh, asshole shit. now. Yeah. Well, you know what? My thing is, is do they have to go to the hospital? If they have to go to the hospital, the joke went too far. If it's a walk it off, rub some dirt in it kind of thing, yeah. you're all right. Yeah. That's the line. If you have to go to the hospital and legitimately seek a higher level of care than what we can do. Okay, I can see that too in a very... Okay, I only say this because um, back in the day... Back in the day... <laughs> I was uh, on a traveling uh, wrestling team, and our coach at the time, um, it, it was like all these kids. I think of it, we're a bunch of like high school yeah. kid guys just fucking get around each other, start carrying one and shit. They actually stopped at this gas station. This was the year before I went, but they all told me the story. Mm -hmm. They had um, bought one of those like uh, gas station pills that uh, that make you like like fuck a lot longer like the horny the, goat the, weed the horny goat weed, horny goat weed. yeah yes, remember and they're still available yeah you still buy them that's fucking insane yeah because this was back what, over now. 10 years ago i guess yeah and um they uh they put it in his water bottle the and coach. he would yeah and they were driving up from new york from west virginia to new york mm -hmm. for a tournament and all of a sudden, um, you know, he drinks it or whatever, and then, like, you see him, and then one guy had a video. He's sitting there in the driver's seat, and he's just kind of, like, like, squirming it, yeah, trying not to make it weird, because he's in a fucking group of high school <laughs> boys, right? So he's sitting there, and everybody's fucking, fucking just cracking up and Absolutely. shit. Oh, my God, and then they ended up telling him or whatever, mm -hmm. but... No, that shit had me fucking Dude, rolling. Dude, that's fucking hysterical. God. Oh, my God. Dude, oh, shit. Probably shouldn't say that. What's the statute of limitations of drugging somebody? Oh, he, he would have pressed charges. He, oh, okay. he laughed about it. All right, good deal. Yeah. Oh, so they told him? Huh? They told him? Oh, yeah, yeah, he was oh, laughing okay, about cool. it. So it there was a right, prank war, because we actually did, like, red team, blue team kind of uh, thing. gotcha. And, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. So, yeah, nah, good times. Dude, man. that's fucking hysterical. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't imagine. I'd be pissed. Oh, dude. <laughs> I mean, would you, though? Yeah. Yeah. You think so? If I had a boner I didn't want. So your entire teenage years? Mm. Okay. Nah. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, that's fucking funny. No, I mean, it's just... Ugh. Where the fuck did we go? Where the fuck? How the fuck did we get onto this? I, I, have no I don't fucking problem. remember, dude. Doesn't matter. This is our first <laughs> fucking beer. Swear. First beer. <laughs> Look. No. Oh, I remember. Started out with the fucking industry and treating techs like shit and the apprenticeship program. Ah, that's where we started. And that's where we so know. We started right. over here and we're fucking over there. <laughs> <laughs> way off when left field. Anyway, fucking whatever. Um, no, but I mean, getting back to that, 
What do you think? I mean, what do you think saves the industry? I don't know, man. I think keeping gas engines around, man. I think uh, the more obviously, so like, you're anti-electric car. You fucking son oh, of a bitch. Yeah. You don't care about the planet. Yeah, burn me at the stake, motherfucker. Burn me at the stake. <laughs> no, because uh, disposal of those giant ass car oh, no. batteries that oh, no. are bigger than this cooler right here. Mm-hmm is just as bad for the environment as the emissions that are coming out of the tailpipe of a gasoline engine. Well, what is it? Audi came out with that diesel. Audi came out with that diesel, fuck. Maybe fucking five, six years ago? Probably further further back than that. I don't know. I don't know time. Um, That the air going into the airbox was actually dirtier than what came out of the tailpipe because of the how efficient it was and how much, like... The DPF and the catalyst and all that stuff. Yeah. But, like, okay, cool. So, we have a car that can essentially scrub the air, right? Why don't we just put a bunch of those on the fucking road? I I mean, yeah, but at the same time, I feel like it depends on the quality of the fuel, too. Because, I mean, look at the difference between off-road diesel compared to regular diesel. You get out of a pump. What you're putting into the motor is really going to... Because the... The off-road diesel burns a lot dirtier. And you want to hear a secret? What? You want to hear a secret? Yeah. It's just dyed red, bro, because there's no taxes on it. Off-road diesel is normally cheaper than on-road, right? Yeah. It's all low sulfur. It's all low sulfur. Really? Yeah, the taxes aren't as much on off-road diesel. That's literally what it is. Fuck, I thought it burned dirt. At one point in time, that was true. Oh. At one point in time, it was true. But now it's all low sulfur. Hmm. Good to know. Because, like, the EPA regulates things. Yeah. Generally, because they want to save our planet or make money. One of the two. Probably the second one. But why would we make two different types of diesel? You know what I mean? No, that makes total sense. It's all low sulfur. Yeah. Could be wrong. Not 100% sure. I'm fairly sure it's all low sulfur because most of the new engines that I work on, yeah. they say it requires low sulfur. You have to use low sulfur diesel. But I've never seen a high sulfur diesel. Have well, you? I mean, we weren't old enough for that. Ah. Okay. So, um, but that's why, so what I, I remember working, whenever I first started working on construction equipment and stuff like that, you know Rotella. Rotella yeah. oil. Yep. The reason that people liked it so much is because it had sulfur in it. And apparently sulfur's really fucking good for diesels. <laughs> Don't know how true that is. That's what I've been told. Yeah. I'm probably wrong. Probably got my facts wrong. Whatever. If somebody else knows, cool, tell me. I'm definitely de- willing to listen. But, like, <clears throat> the, the green diesel is on-road. Right. Red diesel is off-road. Yeah. Off-road is cheaper because there's not, if I'm if I'm not wrong, there's not as many taxes on the off-road diesel as there is on the on-road diesel because off-road diesel is normally used for construction equipment, fucking whatever. Right. You know. Okay. It's I mean you got as far as construction equipment goes, you got the heavy earth movers, you got air compressors that do it, you got boom lifts that do it, all sorts of crazy yeah. shit. Yeah. But it's. I'm fairly sure it's just died because obviously it's off-road diesel and there's not as many taxes on it, so it's cheaper to run. But 
If you get caught running it in your tank on road, last time I checked, it's been a couple of years, it's like 1500 bucks a gallon. Yeah. And see, I knew it was know. a hefty fine. Yeah, because they swab all you got, all they have to do really mm -hmm. is swab the uh, filler neck and not even. Well, I mean, so mainly what they're looking for with off-road like violations and stuff like that is uh, tanks. Literally unscrew it and you can see the color. Yeah. And if you run a tank of off-road in your truck, you're probably not going to get that dye out. Yeah. It's the last time it happened. It was on a water truck that I worked on. Somebody put off-road in it. And we ended up having to take the tank out, send it out to be cleaned, and then bring it back and reinstall it. Shit. Yeah, you can't just run like a couple tanks of diesel through it, and it's gonna clean out the clean out the dye. Damn. Yeah, it's That's good to know. I mean, I that, dye, know that dye is there for a reason. Yeah. Like they put that in there because obviously Uncle Sam's mm -hmm. not getting his cut, so or DMV or whoever runs the fucking roads, but yeah. But no, it's all, it, to the best of my knowledge, it's all low sulfur because new engines have to have low sulfur to meet emissions. <laughs> Even with the DPFs and stuff like that and the DEF system, which everybody fucking hates. Well, which, whatever. DPF and EGR, delete me. Oh, DPF and EGR, delete my DEF system. Fuck you. And okay, then, cool. You don't care about the planet. <laughs> and then just squat only, or lift only the front end I of my swear. truck. Oh my God. <laughs> If somebody asked me to fucking, hey man, can you put a lift truck, a lift kit on my truck? Yeah, man, I'll put a lift kit on your truck. Uh, I just want the front raised. Excuse me, what the fuck did you just say? Get get the fuck out. Go ahead and get the fuck out and go do this shit in your driveway. Yeah. It's fucking uh, dumbest shit ever. Dude, it's fucking horrendous. It is. And I don't understand why. Like, I don't even know how that would be a comfortable drive. I feel like you'd have to, like, have your seat well, adjusted times out of 10, up. Well, not the fucking seat's laid all the way back here, too. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's... Ugh. That and negative camber. Ugh, that shit. A little bit is okay. Okay. A little bit. I'm talking, like, to where... Positive goes out, negative goes in. Yeah. I'm not good with alignment. You're good. You're good. <laughs> But yeah, like a little bit looks good. That's fine. Cool. Mm -hmm. Whatever. When it's basically non-functional and you get stuck going over a railroad track or something like a very small little bump. Or scrape on a leaf. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Then it's just like they literally like have like a wide ass tire like that and then they're riding on maybe that much. I think the worst one I saw was a picture out of H2O. I think it's that uh, it's a car meet somewhere. Uh, Ocean City, Maryland. That's I've it. been there. That's yeah. fun. I swear the contact pattern had to be this, and they were rolling on sidewall. I mean, dude, these car the fucking tires were like this. Yeah. And I'm like, first off, how did you do that? Second <laughs> off, show me your black magic. <laughs> I don't like. I wasn't even mad about it. Yeah. I just wanted to know how the fuck did you get that much camber out of that bitch? It was like a Volkswagen or some shit. Yeah. And that's. <sighs> Dude, that shit's kind of sketchy. I mean, it's cool. Dude, it's sketchy it, it, no matter what. Oh, yeah. The And some of them naturally do it when you lower the cars and shit. They're naturally going to have some camber. And Four Rangers, it, the only way to, it's the only way to get them to lay frame. Really? Yeah, you have to camber in. Oh, okay. And if I'm not mistaken, Ford in general, you have to camber in to tuck the wheels up. Hmm. <laughs> I could be wrong. Yeah. I could be wrong. The last time, it's been a long time since I've been in the mini truck or the lowered scene or anything like that. Yeah. But you, Fords are notorious that you have to, 
you have to camber in to get him to lower. Especially with like when you run bags and shit. Oh yeah. 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 I don't know. I'm I like bags. I do, but I don't know how I feel about rolling on something that's like granted eight plies and ten plies and shit like that are legit. Yeah. But have you been in a fucking bag car whenever the bag pops? Not when it pops. It's the most then. terrifying experience <laughs> oh, you've I'm... ever had in your life. <laughs> and then you, all you can do is hope. Hope and pray that the other three bags will raise the frame up enough to where you're not scraping, to where you can limp it to where you need to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's terrifying. But no, I mean, static drops are legit. Yeah. The only issue there is... Like going over different, sh- like you know, speed bumps or whatever. Yeah. If you, it's nice to be able to click a button, raise it up, and you ain't got to worry about shit. You know the thing about bags, right? What switches for the bitches? Switches for the bitches. Gotta have right. a ten switch box, <laughs> or get the fuck out. You That's scrub. right. <laughs> I think it was ten switches. I can't fucking remember. Fuck it. We're we're uh, removing airbags and cutting factory springs. <laughs> we I've done it. We're gonna die like men. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and Dude, I've done it. it. I've legitimately I've cut factory springs. Oh, I'm yeah. not proud. I'm not proud to admit it, but sometimes you gotta hustle by balling, your dude, balling on a budget. Balling on a budget. Fuck like it. that motherfucker with the coil over sleeves. Yeah. And like that motherfucker who tried who was uh, starting his podcast on his couch, you know, just... Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> you damn right I started it. Actually, my podcast started over in that corner at that desk, yelling at that webcam. True that. You weren't yelling. Well, that's because I didn't want to fucking blow everybody's ears out. Not yet. You mm-hmm. give it time, though. You give it time. Oh, it's going to happen. I guarantee you. That little knob that's green and everything, whenever we're normally talking, it will go red. Yeah. And whenever I do the analyzing on this video, it's probably... It's probably... No, actually, we haven't gone over yet. So we, we're okay. Sweet. We haven't we haven't been yelling yet. But, no, nah, dude, it's just... Fuck, do you see? Look, we went left field again. Uh, where were we? We were talking about how to fucking fix the industry. I mean... God damn. Fuck, dude, no more left field shit. No more. Yeah. We gotta do. We gotta get. We gotta figure out how to fix the industry of technicians, man. So let it, me ask you this: If you could do it, what would you do? Pay technicians that deserve it. Pay and okay. As far as saving a technician and not just the automotive industry in general, yeah. I guess. I don't know, man. If I was a service manager, take care of your good techs that take care of you. And the shitty thing with that is like, you know, you have flat rate techs, you have hourly techs. Take the time. Diagnosing. Diagnosing is the most important part of the repair process because Mm -hmm. you misdiagnose something and say, throw a fucking repair, just guessing or, Mm -hmm. you know... And it costs the customer $1,500 and it don't fix it. And then the actual repair that's actually going to fix it costs three grand. Yeah. You have a pissed off customer and a bad reputation at that point. Take the fucking time. So mm-hmm. get a tech that can diagnose, make sure they're taken care of. Because I promise you, right there is where your money is going to be made. And that is what is going to retain, have customer retention, and you are going to have a good reputation. Based off of, whoa, I went here and they said it could be this or could be this. Yeah. And and we see this a lot is a lot of customers are like, well, I was on this blog or I talked to a friend mm-hmm. and 
he said to replace this. And we'll tell him straight up front. I was like, look, this is our hourly rate. Yep. If you want to, if you want to, you know, if you have good faith in whoever told you it needs this part, we'd be more than happy to put it on for you. But that falls back on you. I said, mm-hmm. or you could pay a diagnos- the diagnostic fee. And we tell you exactly what's going to fix it. Mm -hmm. And that way you're not just throwing parts at it. Oh, absolutely. And that right there. And it, and believe it or not, it's 50, 50, man. Some people have faith in, in, you know, their, their instinct. They're like, okay, let's just, let's Mm -hmm. just throw it, you know, try it. Sometimes it fixes it. Sometimes it doesn't. It it just depends. But, but yeah, man, I think, dude, the the nice thing about automotive industry though i don't think it's going anywhere ever it's not it's never going to go anywhere so it's almost a you little bit of job a car bro exactly and i was just having a conversation with this older gentleman the other day and he was saying how like it's just frustrating for him because he grew up working on cars of course they had you know carburetors and they don't have the technology, you know, back then that they do now. And mm-hmm. it's some of it even like you need these fancy ass computers that can read and get into certain modules oh, yeah, to be able. Yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, I got this um, awesome uh, Matco one. It's the Maximus. It was like the five grand Hell one. Yeah. But th- this thing will do anything and everything. It's Shout fucking dope. Yeah, dude. Hell yeah. Yeah. That shit was awesome. And. I love it. Hell yeah. So we ended up um, getting that for being able to, you know, get in, do accurate diagnosing and Mm -hmm. shit. But these cars nowadays, you almost need to be an electrician in a way to be able to figure this shit out just because of all the different, like, the CAN network um, systems Mm -hmm. that they have. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's what, like... Can B, Can C. There's IHS. I mean, there's tons of that, and the Can systems operate completely different from your standard, just from your PCM to the sensors and shit. So, it's a lot to know, and it's if you once you understand, this is what I tell everybody. Like once you understand an electrical system, well, other than basic general mechanics of a motor, electrical. If you can master electrical you can do fucking anything oh 100 anything at all 100 and i i love doing electrical besides the fact with me being colorblind i always had to I always forget that you're colorblind yeah so um i'd always have to uh double check and make sure because not all mm-hmm. the connectors have uh pin numbers on them yeah. just the big ones with like 80 wires going oh, into yeah. it oh, it'll yeah. show like one and then like 26 on this end mm-hmm. and then it drops down or whatever yeah so and on Dude, the body connectors suck oh yeah 100 and number the, your shit better <laughs> fucking manufacturers listen to the text number your shit better please or eat a dick that's it <laughs> fucking eat one anyway yeah so yeah and that was i always had to have somebody come by and like check because like on the wire green green? yeah i'm like is this like well it's it's so stupid man they give you like light blue with like on a regular blue wire or it'd be a blue wire with a light blue tracer yeah and i'm just like fuck you or blue and purple i'm done green and red like so what colorblind are you Let's so, okay. for a second. No, you're fine. So I'm not like I see colors. Yeah. 
but not black and like white. Yeah, yeah, yeah i'm not a dog but i mean i am but shout out to my dogs but <laughs> no i think it's called monochrome i'm not sure it, it might be it's some it's a shade blindness mm -hmm. or something they call it i don't know but um like greens and reds browns look all the same to me so like whenever like if you're looking into a tree line or mm -hmm. whatnot everything just looks like brown to me ground from the trees like i can obviously see a tree yeah but it, it just all looks the same huh. um sometimes um like uh like <laughs> this is sketchy uh stoplights <laughs> can imagine stoplights well, luckily they have positions so you got red yellow green yeah and you can see like the illumination mm -hmm. sometimes there's been times though where like I, I can't tell, and I just follow the car in front of me. Absolutely. Dude, and then you'll get behind <laughs> some savage that's going to run a red light, and you're going to be like, what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Out here, punching, doing some gang shit. <laughs> Running just red light. fucking hood rat shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. But, yeah. But, no. yeah. But, yeah, oh, my parents did get me um, a couple years ago for my birthday the uh, correctional glasses. I remember. I gave you shit about that whenever you sent me a picture of you in those fucking sunglasses. Yeah, like, I you know. fucking idiot. Yeah, I know. I was like, fuck you. I can see shit normally, and it's amazing. Dude, I'm not. But, it doesn't matter. It does not matter what you do. I'm going to give you shit. Dude, if you I, ever get married, I'm going to be right there to shit on you. Again. Oh. Yeah. But um, I forgot about Don't that Don't get part. married. Game over, bro. For real. You can ask all the people that I've been to at their wedding. I literally looked up. Game over, bro. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to all the married people, though. They're okay. Good for y'all. Hang in there. Absolutely. Let what I mean? <laughs> Stop that. You can't be saying shit like God that. God damn it. I'm sorry. Well, it doesn't matter. Nobody's going to be watching at this point. We got canceled like five minutes in. How fucking far are we in anyway? Oh, shit. 52 minutes, bro. Oh, shit. Hell yeah. I like it. Well, no, I mean, so, with the industry, back to the industry. Back to the industry. Colored line shit. Um, I'm with you on the whole diagnostics being the biggest thing, because if you fuck up the diagnostics, you fuck up the repair, because you don't know what you're actually fixing. Yep. But, I mean, I think, honestly, it can just be boiled down to pretty much how everybody feels at their jobs. Treat your people nice. Treat them like people and pay them what they're worth. Yep. And unfortunately, it's going to come as a shocker, but there's probably some people out there that are getting paid more than they're worth. Oh, yeah. Let's be real. I, part of the reason I left the dealership. I can imagine there's probably plenty of technician, mechanics, whatever the fuck you want to call yourself, plenty of technicians out there who straight up left because they worked with a guy that was getting paid more than them, and he was a fuck up. Doing half the work, shit. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's you Dude, take it personally. Jobs. Yeah, and the you take jobs. it personally. Yeah. Oh my god, it's just it's like you're over there, you're diagnosing engine misfires, you're diagnosing electrical problems, you're busting your ass, and fucking warranty times are garbage. We're not uh, even gonna go there. Uh, no, we're yeah, not. That's, we're that, not that, going there. Warranty times used to be good. Remember those days? No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because we weren't old enough. When, weren't, when warranties didn't exist. But apparently, no. Apparently, warranty times used to be great. Damn. But now, warranty times are garbage. 
But you're over there doing warranties. You're over there doing like shitty ass diags and everything like that. And fucking homeboy beside you is getting nothing but brake jobs, oil changes, shit like well fucking oil change. Just getting gravy gravy brakes. No. You know. Yep. And that was people. I'm gonna tell you this. Two mechanics right here, right here. We've been in the industry. How long you been in the industry? Over ten years. Okay, so over ten years. Fifteen years for me because I'm a little bit older than him. But brakes are gravy jobs. Fucking Chuck. Brakes are gravy jobs. They are. 100%. That's... It's like what? What's the most that you've seen on a brake job? I think the most I've seen is an hour and a half. And I think that's like Volkswagen or something. That's when you have the the two-part calipers and shit, depending. But yeah. Now, there's a YouTube video for everything. YouTube certified mechanic right here. Exactly. Master YouTube certified mechanic. And look, there's nothing wrong with going to YouTube for something simple like that. Like dude, I did that today. Dude, I, and I would, dude, I pushed that shit because I wish people. That's how I did this. I mean, yeah. YouTube. Yeah. YouTube. <laughs> there's a video for everything. Put your That's... fucking year, your make, your model in, and guaranteed there's going to be a video about it. I literally had to do it today. I had to change the thermostat in a Dodge Durango. I knew it was near the top. And I was just like, ah, what do I need? Luckily, all I needed was a flathead and a 13 millimeter. Yep. And like an extension like that long. But I had no, I didn't have my tools because my tools are at the shop that I work at. Right. And I can't get there. Luckily, where I was, they had a little toolkit. I was able to do that. Oh, yeah. So I was able to change thermostat. But like, dude, we'll have to save that for another video, like working on your own car and stuff like that. Bottom line. If you want to save the industry, treat your fucking techs right. Stop letting motherfuckers talk shit to them. Have their backs and shit like that. Granted, a little bit of personal responsibility needs to come in there too. Yeah. Like, I've done repairs where I'm like, I'm not 100% sure on this one. And everyone has. Oh, Oh, dude. Dude, how many times have you been there and you're throwing darts and you're just like... Been there, done that, man. That's part of it. That's yeah. part of the experience. I wouldn't say every time, but no, there, dude, it has time. happened. If you go to any technician at all, ever, oh, to yeah. ever put a hand on a car, mm-hmm. there's been a point to where, because those cars are out there to where they have these crazy ass things that you can't figure out. Dodge Omni Turbo. Uh, the what? Dodge Omni Turbo. The what? Yeah. I'll tell you about that here in a second. Uh, all right, all right. But yeah, like it, dude. It gets to a point to where you cover your basics, mm-hmm. and then you start doing some more research, mm-hmm. and then you know. But it it, it gets to that point. But mm-hmm. I feel like instead of having you know some of these crazy ass math classes and shit, like I feel like that's one thing that's kind of frowned upon now, or not really frowned upon, but everybody pushes a, like a, a education further than a high school degree anymore, and. Yeah. It's like, oh, you, oh, gotta, you gotta go, go to, to college, college to make money. College. Okay, but a fucking blue-collar worker, depending, you can get on with a union and have great union benefits and shit like that, depending. Hey, shut up. We're in the South. Okay. You're not allowed to say union. What do they call it? I oh, don't fucking no. Oh, my God. It doesn't gosh. matter. You're not allowed to be okay. on a union in the South. I don't know anything about it. Stop it. Okay, <laughs> so you can get in with these organizations. <laughs> No, I mean, I don't know why union's a dirty word. I really don't. Uh, so I didn't think so, but like like union workers or whatever, basically it's like a group 
Um, I've never been in one. My brother actually was. He's not that kind of for. Dude, when I come down to Savannah, I got to do a podcast with your brother about unions. Yes, do it. Done. He would love to tell you about it because that's all he talks. We actually give him shit. So the union basically protects him from. They're an outside group or yeah. whatever, and like, it's a whole another. Yeah, that's a whole that's another that's shot. a rabbit hole we ain't opening that can. But um, fuck, where were we going with this? We were talking about fuck. I don't know. <laughs> Fucking second beer. Second beer. I know. We've just been all over the place. That's what the these are. Pinball machine. Absolutely. Sick. At some point, we'll probably hammer this down and like we'll be able to stay on topic, but it's not going to happen. Because <laughs> I want to know, dude, I want to know all kinds of shit about all sorts of shit. You know what I mean? Ugh. Yeah. But no, uh, I think I, just... I remember we were talking about like saving the industry and shit like that. Yeah. You want to save the fucking industry? industry? You want to save the fucking industry? Take shitty ass fucking managers out. Pay your techs worth a fuck, train them worth a fuck, and make sure that they're fucking happy. And support local shops, man. Support local business. 100%. God, I cannot, like, like even before... Dude, dealerships are cool and all, but... Dealerships are cool whenever it comes down to, like, a lot of people... Warranty issues. Exactly. When you don't, when the customer doesn't have to pay for it at all, mm -hmm. you know, it's warranty... Great, take it to the dealership. You bought that car with the warranty. Take advantage of it. Yeah. If it comes to anything else like that, I guarantee you, like even as an you know a a locally owned business, like we still are attempting to beat, and we are beating everyone's labor rates, our oil change prices, like mm. everything, because. We believe, like, when we, and that was one of the things we were like, man, look, I think that instead of charging a bunch of money for dealership level work yeah. at, a, at a, not going to a dealership, yeah. we believe, and we all three agreed on this before we opened up, was like, fair price, complete honesty, because it, it's going to get us further than charging people out the ass for good work. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things. The, the money will come. Getting customer retention mm -hmm. and a good name is far more important to us than money right now. Even though, obviously, we need money to operate. Yeah. It's coming. And it's right. And if you stay true to that shit, man, it, it, it does work out. And I'm a firm believer in that. Absolutely. So, dude. dude, just be good. Just be good. Exactly. And not like good at what you do. Just be a good fucking person yeah. and the shit will come. And we, and that's the thing, man. I fully believe in karma. <laughs> oh, 100%. absolutely. Absolutely. 100. I'm not religious, but that I believe in karma 110%. At one point, we'll have, I, dude, that's going to be one. Now, I don't know if I'm going to do that as a short or if I'm going to get somebody on here that's a guest. I've got a couple friends of mine that are Jehovah Witnesses. Dude, you know what and we should do? I legitimately do? want to talk to them and, like, figure it out. Like, I want to know what's up. I really do. Truly and honestly. That's fair. Just because, I mean, I just want to know what, what what's their thinking, you know? I don't have... So, I think they're my friends, you know? But I kind of... I know them as a, as a professional relationship because they're a hydraulic shop that I use. Okay. You know? Yeah. But I want to... I want to know. Yeah. Like I'll talk to anybody first off. It it's on your time. They 
if they come knocking on you know your door and shit. I've sat, dude. I've stood outside and talked to like, uh, is it Je- is it the Jehovah Witnesses or is it the Mormons that knock on your doors? I think Jehovah Witnesses. Okay, I've talked to them yeah. for like thirty minutes. Really, dude, nine times out of ten, those dudes are super cool. Yeah, and they just want to they just want to hang out. Yeah, but I just I'm not interested in religion. Sorry, boys. Yeah, but oh, I'll talk to them. I mean, I don't care. I don't give a shit if you're cool. If you're a good person, awesome. If you're an asshole, go the fuck away. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Now I'm with that man. Mm-hmm. Like religion, shit. I've met more people. I've I've met some total assholes that are super religious by the book Christians and go to church on Sundays. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, f- <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. And I've met some awesome ass people who have nothing to do with religion for and real it's like what's turned me away from it dude we're gonna we, we cannot go down the religion yeah. rabbit okay. hole right now okay. yeah you're right you're <laughs> we'll right. save that we'll save that yeah, yeah 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 but no i mean it's just i don't know man when are you gonna stop working on cars when are you gonna fucking make the change go be a construction as soon as you mechanic whenever you get me to go to alaska alaska or fucking Antarctica. Next year. Okay. I'm gonna hit up. I'm gonna try. Tell them it's a two for one. They have they have automotive down there. Do they? Yeah, they legitimately look for automotive techs. There was a guy. Um, Lindsay knew him. I think he was uh, ex-military. He worked on. He mainly just worked on trucks and stuff. In the um, what the fuck do they call them? Motor T or motor pool something. The motor pool. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. But I don't think he worked on, like, Humvees and stuff like that. It doesn't matter. He was a mechanic in the Marines. And he, I think he got hired on, and he was going down mainly to work on trucks and stuff. Word. Where I was going down as a construction equipment. But, of course, because of fucking COVID. Mm. Whatever. No, I did not test positive for COVID. We're both negative for COVID. We're good. All that good All that good stuff. But. good. No, it's. It's fuck, dude. Antarctica is gonna be legit, one hundred percent. I'm going. I was so bummed out when you when you sent me that text. Dude, I'm going. It does not matter. I don't give a fuck how long it takes. I'm going. I'm going for at least one season. I'm gonna fucking go. And you need to for sure. Anyway, fuck it. All right, fucking. How long we been going now? What's that? An hour? That is an hour. Fucking, let's wrap this bitch up and we'll get the fucking hard drinking. Fuck yeah. Let's Um, do it. All right. Automotive industry, where do you think it's headed? Um, I think within the next, I mean, even though the Teslas already drive themselves, man, like, I think as far as technology, it's only obviously going to get crazier and crazier and more futuristic, which is exciting at the same time, relying on all this shit. Dude, it's scary. It Take is. your hands off the steering wheel, it's terrifying. Yeah, I've seen the video of the Tesla driving itself while the dude sleeps or whatever in the driver's seat and shit. It's not like, supposed to be able to do that, but whatever. Dude, man, I just... I, 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 as many electronic parts as I've replaced before, one sensor goes <laughs> bad, you know, and fails, and it disables that whole system, and then you're in a fucking guardrail under a semi and... Absolutely. A pancake, man. I mean, I imagine they probably have some sort of safety protocol if something fails. It'd be like, hey, by the way, autopilot's disengaged. Yeah, but, but if you're a heavy sleeper like me... Yeah. Nah. <laughs> Behind I mean, the I mean, wheel. That's 100% fair. I mean, yeah. 100% fair. Um, but realistically, I think we have a bit of a skewed perception on how much things 
need to be replaced. Yeah. Think about how many cars are out on the road. How many do you work on in a week? Go ahead, take a stab at that. 30? 40? Roughly. Maybe? So 30, 40, somewhere yeah. in that neighborhood. Yeah. That's busting ass, too. Yeah. You see 30, 40 cars a week that you alone do. It's right. probably, I don't know, a lot of fucking mechanics. Don't know the fucking number. Don't really care. Yeah. I can guarantee the amount of parts that are replaced, electronic sensors fail, things like that. It is infantilely small compared to how many cars are out on the road. Oh, yeah. And that's one thing. That, and It's tough, man, because like you know, what is it? Chevrolet. They're starters. They got to be shimmed. You got to shim a fucking Chevy yep. starter. They have to be. Yep. You know? At They're least pretty... the old school ones. Exactly. Yeah. They're like, uh, I had a 94 Chevy, 1500. Yep. Greatest truck ever. Loved that truck. Shim power, baby. Shim power, baby. <laughs> but, I mean, it's just things like that. You're going to have these cars that have their quirks. Tesla's probably going to have the quirk of the autopilot not working and drive. No. <laughs> no, no, no. We need to stop. Elon will fucking come he here. He said it, Elon. No, Elon will come here and burn my house down with not a flamethrower. Anyway. But no, I mean, it's, yeah. Shit's going to get crazy and it, things like that. It is, but honestly, man, it's, there's no stopping it, man. There's no stopping. No, you got to innovate, dude. Yeah. You have to. There, yep. You got to get better. And that's the thing, man. Just... Yeah. Old heads, you see them fight this shit, and oh, I ain't gonna learn how to use a computer or a fucking cell phone. Fuck and, fuel injection. Yeah, 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 oh, no, no, don't even. Don't even. Fuck just... fuel injection. <laughs> carburetors all the way. Oh, you, oh, God. you can have your inferior fuel delivery system. You can have a fucking carburetor if we put an EFI on it because <laughs> fuck adjusting it whenever the fucking weather drops 20 degrees. Carl. Get your Monte Carlo out of here. <laughs> get your fucking SS. What is it? Oh, fuck. Hang on. Oh, get your fucking Chevelle SS blown oh out of here, you God. fucking Malibu bitch. <laughs> I, think it's, I think that's it. I don't know. I've been out of the fucking car game for so long. But no, I mean, the industry is going to go the way it goes. The cars, they're not going to stop. Nope. And they're, they're just going to get... stop. And it's just going to get crazier and crazier. And obviously. Do you think it ever get to like the iRobot thing? We're just chilling. There's no steering wheel. Could be. I mean, fuck, we could have teleportation by then. Nah, I'm just playing. But I hope so. That'd be cool as shit. I want flying cars to be a fucking actual thing, man. Like, jetpacks are a thing now. That's fucking dope. Kinda. Kind of. Oh, yeah. Kind of. Okay. To civilians, I feel like they're sort of a thing. <laughs> Depends on how crazy you want to get. Yeah. But, um... No, but I mean, the industry, so yeah, the cars aren't going to stop. Fucking text in the industry. What do we do now? Honestly, man, just... Fucking <laughs> hang out and wait and see what happens, or what? Just roll with the punches, man. Like, mm. even in the short ten years that I've been doing this shit, I've seen so much change. For real. And... It just, it just comes with the advancement of technology, yeah. man. Learn electrical. Learn electrical. One hundred percent. Learn electrical. One hundred percent. Once you get the basics of electrical down, you can fucking do anything. One hundred percent. That's the most important fucking thing on a car right Absolutely. now. Absolutely. And if you're thinking about becoming a mechanic, 
don't. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, I mean, I mean, it's it's a love hate thing. I hate it dude, more than what? I love it. Dude, but... absolutely. I mean, it's if somebody talks to me and they're like, "Hey, man, what's it like being a mechanic?" Ah, oh, it's fucking great. You know, nobody's there micromanaging you sometimes. Yeah. And I mean, you you figure out what's wrong, you fix the shit, you make that person's day. That's why I got into turning wrenches personally. Yeah. Because somebody comes to you on their probably some one of the worst days they're having you fix their car yeah and they have a great day yeah you know but it's just i don't know i whenever people ask me what it's like to be a mechanic whatever that's a nice satisfaction when you fix somebody's stuff and then they're like oh thank you so much blah blah blah, blah. Yeah. but as far as it goes being a mechanic's great. Yeah. You're out there, you're working, you're learning skills and things like that. Like, being a mechanic, I've learned so much stuff. And some of those old dudes that we like to talk shit about that know, fuck fuel injection. Yeah. Fuck laptop. <laughs> fuck. Give me a fucking carburetor and a 350 small block, oh bro. Oh, my God, dude. Dude, some of those guys, they're funny as fuck. Yeah. They know more shit. They've forgotten more shit than we'll ever know. Yeah. And they can teach you about some legitimate life shit. Yeah. I've probably got more life lessons in a mechanic shop than anywhere else in my life. 100%. That's completely fair, and I can agree with that. You know what I mean? Yep. Dude, like, I, you work with that one. You started a shop, you know, you're just a kid up there changing oil, changing tires, things like that. And then there's that one dude, you know, he's in the back corner of the shop. Nobody really talks to him. He just kind of does his own thing. He gets kind of a fucking asshole to you when you first start. Mm -hmm. You don't think he likes you. And he asks you, like, hey, man, what's going on with John? Fuck it, we're going to call him John. That does not... That name has nothing. It's just the name that I thought of. But, hey, what's up with John, man? Nah, don't worry about him. He's just kind of grumpy. He's cool. It, yeah. It'll be fine. You'll be all right, man. Just stay out of his way. When he asks you to do something, do it. You fucking hang out. Shit like that. That dude is going to teach you so much shit. Oh, yeah. And, like, you won't even know that you're learning. Pay attention to the old dudes. I will never forget the best way that I was explained how new mechanics versus old mechanics. New mechanics, you can immediately tell because they're kind of like, oh, fuck, I fucking need my wrench. I fucking need my screwdriver. And you got to walk back and forth to your box. Old dudes, nah. There's no wasted movements. No. None of that shit. They walk over. Oh, I gotta change the fucking alternator on this fucking Honda Civic. Let's just go with that. All right. Looking at it. I need a 14. I need my belt tool. Screwdriver, slip it off. I need a 10 mil for the back. I need a pair of pliers. All right, cool. They go to their toolbox. They grab it all out of the box. Set it up on the fender or the magnetic tray. Use your fender covers. What's up? Shut up. Say that. You're trying to start a business. Anyway, they put everything right there, and everybody kind of, like, the new guys are going to look at him like, dude, why has he got all these fucking tools out? He hasn't even started turning wrenches. That motherfucker never once goes back to his toolbox. Yeah. You will not see wasted movements in these old guys. Yeah. They will teach you so much. Life of a flat rate tech, man. Dude, oh, fuck flat rate, first off. That can be a whole other episode in itself. Yes. But... You just won't have those wasted movements. Yeah. And that's just... It, it, 
pay attention to your old guys. And like you said, it pay attention to your old guys. And that shit carries over even to like real life shit, you Dude, know? It's... I don't know how to fucking wire up a house, but I know that power and ground when you touch them together is not good unless there's something in between them. <laughs> That's not you. <laughs> Not you or, you know what I mean, like yeah. short to ground, short yeah. to fucking high, shit like that, you know? But, no, nah, you just be teachable, first off. That's the number one Don't thing about being a Don't go in with a fucking ego, Do dude. not go in with a fucking oh ego. Drop that shit off. Don't even take that shit out of your house. Yeah. Drop the ego at your house. Yeah. And when you get to work, be fucking ready. Be 100% teachable. Absolutely. Do not get set in your ways unless, unless you're on flat rate and you got a shortcut. You are exactly You got to find right. the shortcuts, That's bro. Right, you got to find the shortcuts. But, and it's just, <laughs> the, the best thing to be a mechanic, just the best thing, 100% best thing about being a mechanic, to be a good mechanic, know your fucking basics. Yep. Electrical, Cover the basics. fucking combustion, drivetrain, what the fuck ever. Just know your basics. Know how a fucking switch works. Yes. That's all you need. You got a two-pole switch. It's normally, you, when it's like that, the switch works. When it's like that, the switch don't work. You know? And if you click it and the st switch stays like that or like that? Yeah. Well, you got a problem. No, just know your basics. Because once you have the good foundation... You can only build from there. And honestly, man, I could say, like, when I started out, like, as a, a, as a young technician, um, it was kind of, like, all connecting dots. Like, remember when we were kids and you'd, you know, find the dots and mm -hmm. you'd draw and it ends mm -hmm. up as a big picture Absolutely. or whatever? That's what it's like, man. The number dots. Yeah. Because, but like... Now they don't have numbers anymore. Now it's really? just dots, and you're like, oh, oh. yeah. No, 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 being a mechanic. Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the there's dots, like, there's the dots still there's... make a picture. There's just no numbers on exactly. it. Exactly. So like, but it is. It's like connecting dots because, yeah. like, you learn like, like I mastered um, like you know motors and stuff before I, I like electrical. Believe it or not, was one of the last things I I like mastered and was like, dude, this shit. I think is... you're not alone in that boat. Honestly. And honestly, man, it's it's really mental. It's all mental in your head because you're thinking electrical. Oh, my God. Like, I've got high side drivers, low side drivers. I've got relays and fuses. Dude, no. It's it's literally just calm down. Break it down. Okay. It's it's just small little components. Down, yeah. And once you, like, get a good grasp on everything, like, I swear, I... It, it, it'll all just click and I'm sure you can remember the day that everything just clicked for you and you're like oh yeah oh, I this, this is it man I this is this. it yeah. we're good now we got 100% but I got this I figured it out hey if you're running 95 98% we got this dude if I'm running on 93 octane I'm good <laughs> I'm running on hopes and dreams baby <laughs> <laughs> hopes dreams blood sweats and beers but anyway well fuck it dude let's fucking what is that? Hour, oh, hour and 17. Hell yeah. Fuck it, let's close this bitch out. Promo your shit. Let's see it. We're uh, Streets and Sun, Savannah, Georgia, ever traveling through. Uh, need your car worked on, looked at, or even want to stop by, say hey, swing by, and then I can point you in the right direction of some great-ass food and cool spots in Savannah, Georgia. Hell yeah. If you fucking tell them that you saw us, saw us, 
on the Sad Kid Crew podcast, you're not going to get a fucking discount. I can't, I can't make that promise. I'll but I might you give you a handshake. And a free sticker. I'll get you Ooh, a sticker. Ooh, free sticker. And who doesn't love a free sticker? That's it. Fuck it. Let's call this bitch. Word. And uh, see some heavy drinking. Hell yeah, man. Appreciate you, brother. All right.